0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. The following podcast is a
1: Vasilis Scarlias production.
0: Hello, everyone. I'm Kennedy.
2: And I'm Vasilis.
0: We run Changemaker Z, a student-run initiative that aims to empower, educate, and connect Gen Zers interested in entrepreneurship.
2: We interview teenagers with impactful projects and create resources to help you change the world. If they can do it, so can you.
0: On this podcast, we discuss the logistics of creating different types of projects with Gen Zers who have already done it. We will leave our social media and website information in the description.
2: Welcome to another great episode of Gensest Rise. Today's guest is a rising junior from India and the founder and executive director of Salubrious Organization, a youth-led non-profit organization that aims to empower, educate, and inspire youth in STEM, especially minorities, trying in an aspect of tech leadership and social entrepreneurship. Please welcome Vasnavi Jeval.
1: Hi, uh, my name is Vaishnavi. I am 15 years old from India and a rising high school junior. And I started SolidBras organization when I was 14. Um, Since then, we have reached over 45 countries and impacted 5,000 youth and helped them gain access to STEM, X, entrepreneurship methods, and empower them in science, technology, engineering, and mathematics.
2: When did you start the Salubrious organization?
1: Uh, so I started Salubrious when I was 14 as a freshman in high school. Um, so it all started when I really... Faced these minority in tech, so it started when. Uh, so I always have this role model who is an astronaut. Uh, She's Kalpana Chawla, and I always thought that I all uh, all I do is all I want to do is to become an astronaut, but. When I really got into coding, I realized that I have no one to look after in coding. And that's why I've just like pre in my mind that all I can do is astronomy. And that's when I really clicked in my mind that I'm not made for tech because I don't have any role model, any female role model to look after. And then I started interviewing women in STEM. Um, and I remember one of those interviews which deeply impacted me as a person about how the women faced workplace harassment and she was not given the opportunity to speak because she was only reason was that she was a female in that whole male dominated field. And then it really clicked my mind to start to, you know, just not wait because I'm young. And though I faced like sexism and ageism when I move forward, but I didn't stop by then and that's how it really began as a newsletter and a blog and now we are hosting workshops and conferences.
0: That is amazing. Like the stuff that you have accomplished at um, age 15 is just incredible and I love that you talked kind of touched on ageism because it's like just because you're young doesn't mean you can't do amazing things Um, and I kind of wanted you kind of yeah I kind of wanted to touch on touch on this you kind of answered this but you know your page mostly features women and you know why is it important for you to highlight women in STEM I know you kind of talked about you need a role model and stuff like that
1: so what I observed like uh, being in tech was that uh, in an area where tech is so accessible uh, like West Ham is so accessible we are seeing this really enormous disparities in who is really accessing those opportunities you know uh, like, I'm observing that how online... Uh, so, what I really observed, like, back then, when it was, like, kind of inspiration to me that drew me forward to start Solibris was the thing that, you know, I noticed some online coding academies and camps would always use boys, you know, as uh, in their advertisements showing that how they can be the future Mark Zuckerberg or the future Bill Gates. And not really, you know, empowering the whole... Uh, the all sexualities or you know the all genders and that i think was really a big key uh, motivation for me that drew me forward to start solar press and then after that i uh, we really focused on youth from uh, low socioeconomic backgrounds and youth from different races but it really started from like women and stem so yeah
0: now that's so amazing and so important too I don't know about you, Vasilis, but, you know, this is something I need to look up before the, our meeting today. What does Salubris celib- mean to you?
1: Okay, so that's a wonderful question. Salubrious is, when I started, uh, honestly, like when I started Salubris, and I had no idea, like, what I'm doing. It was just like me sitting in my childhood bedroom with a laptop, you know, uh, uh, cold mailing some women in STEM asking them for their story and publishing them on Instagram or on you know newsletter and that was it but when I you know when I started conducting those interviews and how much of uh, how much I got to know about their life or the background of whole this thing this you know this mentality that people have that in this male-dominated field so uh, then I really like uh, expanded it as an organization first it was just like me i thought it uh, it will always be just me uh, interviewing people and that's it but then i started to like expand within my community within my school within the clubs and then it really grew as a community organization. And now, like, um, since a month, we are a registered nonprofit organization. So, yeah, I'm so excited to see, like, what future has for Solibrius. The main core mission of Solibrius is to not just empower minorities in STEM, but also, you know, teach them STEM in such a manner that, you know, that ties up tech leadership, that ties up entrepreneurship, these real world key uh skills that youth might need to like solve real world problems so teach them stem in more of a fun learning manner rather than a theoretical fashion
0: yeah so it's like stem but it's like um like a full like full fully versed i can't think of the word feel like the words like fully like rounded yeah version. what am i saying but um kind of like an all-encompassing version of STEM, kind of make it more appealing to youth, but like kind of make, give them skills that you can use in other aspects of your life too. That's what I'm getting from it.
1: Yes, what we like to emphasize to our program is the idea of a STEM Ex-Narrator, where we teach STEM in an applicable fashion to amplify the notion that STEM is a force for social good um, in a variety of ways, regardless of what your passion is. Like the perspective we take on STEM is that STEM has the ability to be applied to things that you really care about in a way that you care about, that you create the change that you want to see.
0: And I love that because I feel like STEM can kind of be, that like that whole work, that whole world can be a bit intimidating to some people. So I, I love that you guys take that Thank
1: approach. Thank you so much. For such a
2: long time we are talking about STEM, but what is STEM? There are many people that don't know what S-T-E-M means.
1: I think STEM, um, like, if I take it as a personal perspective, STEM, uh, so like for uh, the dictionary point of view, it's STEM means science, technology. S stands for science, T e for technology, E for engineering, and M for mathematics. It's like the four important um, things that you might need like it's it's like the basics of what we've taught in school and i think that's exactly what we are working on is that you know not just teaching the way stem is when we hear the watch stem you know students are most likely to be to have you know the thrown faces and to show that no interest in that because that's like so much of theories and formulas and uh, people don't really know how to like apply that in real, real world. They just know like, okay, this formula can be used to solve this equation, but they don't really know how can this formula work in the real life. And I think that's what the narrative we want to take on STEM is that STEM is, um, STEM is like a notion. It's a thing that we can use to uh, solve global challenges, and it's uh not just global challenges but you know we can we teach stamina in that fashion that it can be applied to maybe fashion politics entrepreneurship and that's something like that's one of our core value is not to teach them in a theoretical fashion which which is why people you know have most phobias towards them yeah
0: yes i'm, I'm one of them no it makes complete sense because like i'm someone who's more um like correct me if I'm wrong, but is left brain the one that's more like creative or is that right brain? The one that's more like analytical. Whatever I think it's left brain. But like I was someone who's more like left brain or whatever. I forgot which one is which. Like this is obviously showing that I'm left brain. But um <laughs> Um, so I was always like stay away from STEM. Like I'm not like too into the mathematics and all of that type of stuff but I love like entrepreneurship and stuff and creativity so it's kind of interesting to hear like you can apply that to those things too
1: yeah it's totally like applicable towards uh, whichever field you are interested in can be you know as much as interdisciplinary as you as you want it to be so that's the real like fun nature of STEM which with teachers at schools are hiding from us and just teaching the theoretical way. Yeah, that's why. Yeah.
0: Um, okay, we have seen that Salubrious has impacted over 5,000 plus youth from 35 plus countries with its events and workshops. What kind of events and workshops have you hosted in the past?
1: So, most of our workshops are STEAM focused. So, for example, we have coding workshops, we have one on one mentoring, we have STEM workshops such as, you know, how can you use Python in neuroscience or how can you use um, artificial intelligence to build um, fashion products? So it's like as interdisciplinary as it could be, so that you know it's not something that you can only think of or it's just like you have to take a notebook and a pen and you have to note down each step. It's more like visualized and it's more. Relatable for the attendees, and it's like, for example, for our upcoming Tech Connect, which is uh, this October, we are hosting this diverse groups. For example, the workshops, which are mainly focused on technology, and we have the tech panels, the uh, tech leaders panel. And so, it's yeah, it's really exciting, and I'm so excited for it.
0: yeah that sounds so
2: fun well have you developed any tips and tricks for getting more people to attend your events
1: yeah so um yeah we i have like uh, attended some marketing workshops for for that matter and like not in general like it's just all about but uh, the things that I use like to attend to make people to get more people like connected with solubrius or just in general attend our events is that I think what's most important is to be authentic be something that uh, our workshops we always try to design a workshop in such a format that people can take something out of it so most generalized it's like the values we have at solar press it's like totally shown over our events and that's totally what we tell people why they should join us or why they should attend our events that sounds
0: amazing like i i remember in lectures kind of it's just it's just more fun when you can actually engage and not just have to be like yes, lectured so the entire funny. time that's definitely something i'm interested in so um All right, so now I need to know how I can get involved. Like, if someone is interested to contribute or even to get involved with Salubris, how can we do this? Where can we find you?
1: So you can easily get connected with Salubris by either being, like, in our events. I think the presence matters the most. And why we hold these events, why we hold these workshops is to, like, to get connected with you so that, you know, we all come together to solve this, this, uh, you know, world problems with these special things that we have. Like, we have STEM. So that's how, like, you can connect with our events. Also, we have a chapter program going on as soon as we, like, we have impacted, we have reached over 45 countries. And now we also have started a chapter program, which is that, Anyone, any any young entrepreneur who wants to expand our mission in their city, in their local club, in their high school, or in their you know simply say their club or their community, they can do it by starting a based chapter in their community, and we we've helped them provide them resources. We provide them. Uh, Uh, We provide them, you know, the basic skills that they would need to lead a chapter and we provide them the all like real small issues. That's how you can um, connect with our chapters. So you can either join our events, you can join our chapter program and you always feel free to like, if you always want to have like some tips and tricks you want to hear about, you can always feel free to DM me as well.
0: All right, guys, well, you heard it. Uh, we're going to post all their information in the description of this podcast, so definitely reach out if you're interested in starting a new chapter, you can just reach out to them. Now, Vaishnavi you are self-characterized as a social entrepreneur, innovator, and activist. What does a social entrepreneur mean to you?
1: I love this question because I think social entrepreneurship is all about, you know, having the core values, like um, for example, um, I, when I thought about Solid Press, I had this like basic reasons why I started Solid Press when it was not even a nonprofit. It was just like it was just like a newsletter. It was just like an Instagram page. So, what really turned me as a social entrepreneur, or what really turned Solid Press as a nonprofit, was the missions, the vision, we value. And I think being a social entrepreneur is is about making real world impact, you know, uh, building building community, or um, the values you follow, you know, you are really making some impact with the values, you are really impacting it, you are really taking an action on it. I think acting is the most important part of being a social entrepreneur. You have to be as creative as possible, But don't forget that you also have to be as realistic as possible. So it's like a balance between both of these things. And uh, social entrepreneurship is all about... Yeah, totally. So social entrepreneurship is all about uh, connecting with people. You know, it's like a network you're forming. I also like. I think it's like a very popular saying: "Your network is your net worth," which is which is so true. Like, um, even as a social entrepreneur, I realized you know how important, how powerful is networking is. You know how you can like today I'm here like in this podcast because of networking. Again, uh, we get our sponsors through networking. So I think these are like little things little skills that gather up together and make you a good leader a good social entrepreneur by you know by following your mission and your values and staying true to it staying authentic to it
0: yes and that is exactly what um change makers and this podcast is all about the connection the making like actionable difference all of that so that is amazing um, you know, I kind of want to know, like, what are your plans for the future? You know, where do you see Celebrus going?
1: Um, I see Celebrus like in the near time future. Uh, honestly, like, I love Celebrus. I just <laughs> love talking about Celebrus as well, and I'm so like connected with Solibris now. It's like, it's like one of my family members. <laughs> So I see Salabres like we are also a nonprofit now. <laughs> so I'm so excited to see like what future has ahead of us, and I plan to grow Salabres in a way that every youth of not just India, where where I am based, or you know, not just in a particular nation or a particular community, particular city. You know, I see every youth in this world, I know it, I'm taking a very large scale reference, but that's ultimately what Celebrus wants to do is to um, um, that every youth never feels left out regardless of the sexuality, regardless of their Ethnic background, regardless of the socio-economic background, I I envision a world like in which it doesn't matter what background you come from, you look like, or and is treated equally. Like I imagine engineers working together, sitting across from each other, and there's a diverse set of skills, a diverse set of backgrounds. You know, people from different socio-economic levels, sexualities, ethnic backgrounds coming together to solve the problem that a society faces, and that's exactly where I want to lead Salibas towards. To, to Make sure that every youth is heard regardless of the background they come from.
0: Well, I know you guys can do it. Um, I cannot wait to see where Salabris grows. And again, guys, if this is interesting to you at all, make sure to check them out, okay? Alright, well, it's time to say goodbye to Vashnavi. Another great episode has come to an end. Um, We would like to thank Dashney for being with us today. Um, We learned about what STEM is and some important events around this huge branch, like the Salubrious Initiative. We hope that you guys liked this episode. Until next time, keep changing the world. Thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed the conversation. We had such a great time. Make sure to leave us a review. If you want more Changemakers content, you can follow us on Instagram at Jen's to Rise and on Facebook at Changemaker Z.